Well, hello everyone. It's me, Mr. Larry H. Vader, and I'm super frustrated. I have a new microphone. Nothing's working how I think it should. All that being said, I have a lot to say. Okay, so in all fairness, I'm going to spend the entirety of this show staring at the screen, staring at Logic, and watching waveforms for my voice because I don't trust it. You guys, how's everyone doing? Happy Friday night, Saturday. I'm super excited. I'm talking to myself in my bedroom with a cat sitting in my lap on a Friday night. Uh, So those of you who... I'll just get right into this. Those of you who listened to the LFC last week know know that my voice was clipping. The game was way too high, except that the game was on one. So ugh, I finally just lost, completely lost it with that setup and said, all right, enough of this, enough. I have professional audio equipment. I can do this. I'm just going to pull out the... American Express, pull out the charger plate, y'all, and just buy an audio preamp, a USB audio preamp, blah, blah, blah. Now, I didn't think this through exactly because I should have bought a USB-C one, but that's neither here nor there. There probably aren't any because Windows people don't use USB-C. But uh, anyway, so it came in the mail and I was super excited. And you guys, I plugged it. I was on the phone when I plugged it in. I thought I had done something wrong. I went to download the software, even though I didn't think there would be any and and there wasn't. And I'm sitting here and I am just getting super frustrated because I'd record, ooh, sorry. I'd record a little bit and it would sound good. And then um, I would uh, try to keep going and then all of a sudden you couldn't hear me. And you guys, I thought that the thing was no good. I thought I was gonna have to send it back. I was super, super frustrated only to find out after much, like I, I downloaded Pro Tools. I was like, all right, well, it's, this is designed to work with Pro Tools. I don't use Pro Tools. I use Logic. Um, well, I, I typically would just record the, the raw audio and then edit it in Logic. Uh, but I was like, you know what? Um, I'll download Pro Tools. Y'all, I don't know how to use Pro Tools. I do not. I'm just, is it, it's still, it's like, it's, it's still downloading. Yep, it's still downloading. It's like three gigabytes. And so I was like, all right, well, if I have to use Pro Tools, probably going to return it because, like, let's be honest here, um, Pro Tools is fine if you're Antivir Charles. I don't have any need for Pro Tools. Uh, yes, I'm glad it came with it. I'm glad that it, the audio industry, blah, blah, blah. But truly, Logic is perfectly, it's actually overkill. GarageBand or Audio Hijack would be fine, but whatever. I'm just, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I fiddled, farted. like move some switches even though I didn't think they needed to be moved I did all this only to discover and I kid you not only to discover that uh, the cable I had grabbed and I should preface this by saying uh, whenever I ended the LFC the first time I took I had a bunch of SM58s they're sure mics they're classic audio mics Uh, I took them to the coal mine just kind of as a all right we we certainly used enough of the coal mines resources over the years recording that show and we do some audio work there so 
I don't want all this stuff in my house. So I took it there. So I grabbed one today. One of the, it's probably one of the original, well, I know it's an original LFC mic because it has my name on it. Uh, Cause y'all know if I left, I was going to take that stuff right on back out the door with me. <laughs> but, uh, cause these, these mics are inexpensive are not inexpensive, but, uh, so I grabbed it. It had a cable plugged into it. I just grabbed the whole thing out. And I recently used this, in fairness, I recently used this for um, a webinar that I did with like a dozen people. And so, and of course, I was plugged into a big mixer and everything. But y'all, the cable that was connected to it has a short in it. And so all of my time, I've spent five minutes telling you this, but all of my time sitting here recording, fighting with it, starting and stopping, I wish I had saved all the audio that I started and stopped was just because the cable was no good. So walked over into a box I have still in a closet in my spare room and pulled out an old, old microphone cable. Y'all, it's sticky. It's so old. I need to get a new one, I guess. Plugged it in and the damn thing works just fine. Now, I don't have a pop filter on this, and it's a little closer to my face than I'd like because it this one, an SM58, requires a lot of gain, and it's not really for, like, moving around and moving your head, and, all, like, it, it's not great. But um, it's, it's more for Terry Gross. Today on A Fresh Fart, we're going to have Dr. Wesley P. Stone. Yeah, so that's kind of uh, what is there, but... Um, but anyway, or that's what this is all about. So we'll see. I may play around with microphones a little bit. Um, I have a boom stand that I pulled out, and I don't know that I love that. I know it's going to help a lot with the like clunking on my desk that you heard before with that ridiculous blue Yeti I, big black dildo, whatever that thing was that I spent too much money on, recommended by Daniel Brewer. Um, I don't ever need to have that. Thing in my life again y'all i was gonna throw i had it in the garbage actually like in the garbage pile the recycling pile here but i ended up taking it to work and was like does anyone want this for zoom calls because i don't ever want to see it again and y'all everyone was like no so it's sitting on my desk at work and i could use it for zoom calls but i usually just use my airpods because they're zoom calls and let's be honest those people on micro well actually they're microsoft teams calls because that's what my vendors use for some reason probably because it's included and you don't have to pay for it with your office 365 subscription versus zoom but uh anyway so that's all i got about that but i guess the reason i'm recording this is one i wanted to kind of catch up because i promised you last week i was going to put out the show about apple and i've really thought about it the more i've sat down and bought or maybe bought some things, but uh, also just processed some of what happened a little bit. So I kind of wanted to touch on that. And and so I'm probably going to be just like one of those talking heads on YouTube, uh, except I'm much more attractive than Renee Ritchie. Thank you. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but uh, I hopefully am not just, you know, regurgitating things that they've said because I've, I've seen so much. And uh, I've heard some good, some bad. And it all surprises me. So the Apple event a couple of weeks ago, to put it all out there right up front, y'all, it blew me away. I need a pop filter for this. I can already tell. Uh, it blew me away. Uh, when it started, I was excited. I knew there were going to be some big things. I knew we were due for another uh, Apple Silicon product. And... I was obviously not wrong. So they started out with a purple iPhone, whatever, don't care. Um, then they went to the AirTags. Again, I don't want to say I don't care. Uh, 
I wanted these to come out so many different times because I've bought the tile squares uh, here recently for different things. I talked about it some on the LC. I've talked about it some, I think, on this show back in the fall when people were like taking my trash can, my roll around like street trash can and different stuff. And so I'd put those on there just so I could find it if it went missing. So, of course, I would have bought the AirTags, which are less expensive, FYI, than the than the tile trackers uh, and have, I, I think the tiles have a replaceable battery, but the, the air tags do as well. Um, and I think when I got them, I don't feel like the tile were part of the find my network, which if you've never used find my, if you're a hater, if you're, especially if you're an Apple hater and you've never used find my y'all, it's real good. Um, and the whole like integration with, um, the whatever the chip is called in the iPhone, the newer iPhones, where it kind of like says, you know, you're 12 feet west and it shows you like almost like a homing beacon and you just follow it. Um, it it's so much better than the tile app. It's well, you know what? I, that's not fair. Um, I don't want to say it's so much better, but it is so much more streamlined. And the fact that all of my stuff shows up, like also Big Fatty's in my find my y'all, because you know he's going to wander off one day and I'm going to have to go find him. But uh, but yeah, um, and so uh, my laptop's in there, my phone, my iPad, uh, my other laptop, my father's laptop. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff because we have a family account that I pay for some stuff for them. So there's a lot of stuff in my find my. In fact... Let's just uh, let's just log in to find my got it. Continue. Okay, so it's my phone, my AirPods, um, my laptop, um, and a whole bunch of stuff from work. So yeah, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven devices in Find My, um, and my AirTag will be in there soon. Um, I got it. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it, but I wanted to compare it to tile. I wasn't super comfortable putting it outside. Like there's something about the tile that I consider it a throwaway device, even though it's not, it's, it's not inexpensive, but it's like, eh, no one's going to want that thing. Like I just kind of stuck it under the lip of the trash can where it wouldn't be damaged when they, you know, bang it up against the truck or whatever. I don't know how yours are where you live, but the city, part of our taxes we pay, like they provide roll around bins you don't buy your own or whatever and they, they have wheels and they the truck just like grabs them and dumps them so same with it recycling but uh i put it somewhere it wouldn't be damaged and it wouldn't be seen but i'm like eh whatever if something happens to it like yeah i'm out 35 bucks or whatever it was but also like no, who's gonna want that so um anyway all that being said i uh don't feel that way about the air tags for some reason. I feel like it's going to be a hot commodity and I feel like people will take it just for the sake of taking it. And I, I know what that sounds like when I say that, but I truly, I y'all, I, we've had so many phones stolen off desk at, at the coal mine because, you know, people walk in, they just casually walk in and walk right back out. If they see someone's on their desk, I mean, we've, I know one of our, coal miners has had two stolen right off of her desk where they've had to go behind her desk behind the glass and take it and walk away with it so yeah it's a it's one of those things where but there was y'all there was an ipad sitting right there well not really an ipad but it was like a whole square you know register device there was cash in the box there was um 
there's an iMac, obviously you couldn't carry. There's all this stuff. There's probably $10,000 worth of product sitting right there and the idiot walked away from it. But anyway, all that being said, this person walked and the idiot being my coworker and left it sitting there. And then this, these people walk in and just take the iPhone. And I, I feel like that's how the air tags would be. But so I actually bought it because I decided that it would be fun to put it in my luggage. Cause y'all know we always play this game. Like where's your luggage? And so, um, I think that's what I'm going to do. I have five or six trips coming up here very, very soon. Uh, so I'm going to throw it in. I'm not going to like put it on like the, you know, I'm not going to put it on the outside on the handle. No, I'm just going to put it in the luggage. I'm going to put it in one of the inside zipper compartments and see what happens. Uh, I have had my luggage delayed. I've never had it like completely lost. But yeah, I figured I'd just give that a shot. So I guess the air tags were more of a finally. Uh, and especially when you start looking at UPCs on them, it looks like they've been made since 2019. <laughs> I kid you not. So these have been sitting around for a while. I guess Apple just waiting for the right time and, and the right technology to really get uh, to launch them. But I'm excited about it for sure. Uh Okay, so then they released some other stuff, um, but without going through even more detail there, one of the big things was the new iMac. And I have to say, um, I like it. Okay, I'll put that out there first. I like the design. Let me let me clarify. Well, I like it as a whole as well. Um, I like the colors, and everyone's like, eh, eh, eh. And okay, first of all, this is the entry-level iMac. This is for consumers. This is not... I mean, this is... I'm sure there'll be plenty of businesses that have them. I mean, the coal mine, when I got there, uh, Big Fatty had bought iMacs for everyone. And so there were... Um, they were the original G3 iMacs. I still have one in my office. Um, they were all graphite because they wanted to look professional. And they used them. But that was a different time. So... Um, I'm sure there will be some businesses that have them. And in fact, there's one of the colors is very, very close to pure coal mine color. Uh, you know, like RGB or CMYK match. And so I was like, well, that could be fun for like, if we, the next time I go to buy computers for our public facing team who sits like right there where people walk in and see their machines. Uh, and so I was, I was thinking that, although, you know, I don't really care. Silver's fine too. Um, I, but personally I like the orange and I, I like the red. Um, but I think the orange is definitely, if I buy one, uh, the orange is going to be kind of what I end up picking up. Okay, we're going to do a little cord pushing. Okay, so um, so yeah, so I think the orange is going to be what I get. And so I guess that gives it away. I think I'm actually going to buy one uh, for home because I'm kind of in love with the whole product a little bit, a little bit more than I should be, I guess. Um You know, I'm not like a flashy person. I'm not one of those people that that I'm like, oh, I need to I need to have something shiny sitting on my desk. But I really like it. And the M1 chip is a powerhouse. Um, I have a laptop for work, and it used to be I'd always say I'll buy a laptop for home because I have a very good desktop for work. Sorry, you guys, I had to pull the cable out and put it back in because apparently there is a short in this device, so I'm going to have to send it back. No. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm, I have a good laptop for work. I'll eventually get an even better laptop for work whenever the newer Apple Silicon Design laptops come out. But um, so yeah, I think I'm going to buy it for home. I think it would 
I think it would be nice to have for doing some work in my boudoir. And I don't really use a laptop. Like, I hate dragging this laptop out, setting it up, all that stuff every time. If I could just sit down and record, if I could sit down and do what I do in my bedroom, you know, finances, whatever, um, at my desk, then uh, I think that would be good. So, so yeah. So I I liked it, and I think everyone's like, oh, the chin, but y'all, I think it looks good. Like, I think it's super thin. I, I don't know that it would have minded me if it was twice the thickness that it is, but or I don't know if I would have minded if it were, um, but I think it's super cool. Like, you guys, it's, it's thinner than the original iPhone, if that tells you anything. And I thought the original iPhone was super thin. Um, looking at the ads and looking at that product that day, I didn't think, it was going to be that small personally. I It looked a lot bigger to me. Uh, but when I actually saw like the, the VR or AR or whatever they call it when they do that product stuff, like, I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, that's super thin. And so um, it's also, <laughs> it's less than 10 pounds. And I, <laughs> I know, I know. For a desktop, why does it matter? Well, y'all, we've all moved. We've all cleaned things. We've all had to pick stuff. I have sitting on the floor in my office about six iMacs and some are the current design and some are the previous design that were, you know, two or three inches thick that were completely the same thickness all the way through. Those things are heavy. They, I think they're like 35 pounds. So, um, I, I think the lightness is good and I think the brightness of the display is good. I, I think it's going to be a good machine for people to have, um, at home to use for things at home. I think it's going to run quiet. I think it's going to run smooth. Uh, what a, what I think a lot of folks don't realize is that so when you use Zoom, things like that, on one of these underpowered Intel processors, uh, they get super, super hot, and the fans are ramping up, and so they're making noise. They're, I mean, they're using a ton of power, even though you know, yes, they're underpowered processors, but, um, sorry, speaking of underpowered processors, I was looking at mine, it was heating up because it's also going to fall into what I'm talking about. But so the, the processors can handle the load. The problem is they get so hot. So I guess they really can't handle the load. Um, and you watch them and they spike up close to a hundred degrees and then that's kind of a burst thing and it'll cool back down with a fan running some, but then the longer the zoom goes on, the longer, you know, it, it's just almost like it compounds. And so these things are running hot. They're not using like right now I'm using, um, 6% of my processor and actually I'm using 50% of my GPU for some reason. I don't know what I'm doing to, I probably logic is using GPU. Um, to do something, but, but that being said, my computer's running, it's running at 80 degrees Celsius. It's the fans on, it's blowing back here and it's barely using any of the processor, but it's hot. Um, and I, I think that's going to be the big benefit for these families and people. You guys, I understand all this and heat sinks and blah, 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 blah. Like, but <sighs> the people that I have to support type Ford home, my father comes to mind. He does not care about any of this. And so something that's going to run cool, that's going to run smooth, instant on instant from sleep that there's a lot, I think of, of benefits there. And 
For those people, I think it's a good machine. Now, would I buy this for work? Eh, probably not. But the the reason I wouldn't buy it for work is because the M1 chip right now has a limitation of 16 gigabytes of RAM. And for me, that's just not enough. Um, I've learned my lesson. Um, you know, right now I'm using about recording this with everything going on. I'm using about plus I've got iMessage and Safari open on my computer and loopback is, is running, routing some audio, but I'm not using that, but it's running. Um, Y'all, I'm using almost eight gigs of RAM right now. So, you know, then when you start opening, when I'm doing photo editing, that sort of stuff, plus have publications open. And some of them are like 80-page publications that are four-color, you know, high-res images. 16 gigs just isn't quite enough. It's close. It really is close. But it's just not – it can stutter and it can crash. So, for me, 32 is a is a magic number. So, that's kind of what I'm waiting on to buy an Apple Silicon machine. And I truthfully hope that's sooner than later because I'm not sure, <laughs> y'all, I'm not sure how much longer I can put up with the Intel fan noise. And I get it. I get it. It's all we knew for so long, but that's also why I wouldn't use a laptop as my primary machine. And finally, Apple, I said, all right, you figured this out, right? Um, you got it all together and you've got better cooling, better thermals, You've got better keyboard. I like the touch bar. Um, I know some people don't. Um, and so I bought it and I instantly regretted it. And not because I don't love the, the OS. I don't, I mean, this machine is fine for a lot. But when I'm sitting there editing a photo in Photoshop and I'm just doing some basic masking and the goddamn thing, the fan's spinning up and it's trying to cool it down, but I'm only using like 12% of the processor. It just infuriates infuriates me and I don't think any of you can appreciate how much it infuriates me but um I, you know I've got my music on in my office and I have a big office well a big space and it's I like it I enjoy it but this damn thing uh it is so frustrating so um so yeah that's a thing that's a thing to happen but um so that all um the the iMac the new iMac that came out I have been, you know, caressing the buy, but buy now button on it for an orange one um, to have at home. I don't know that I'm going to do it. I still don't know that I need a computer at home, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I was also very tempted by the next product, which is the M1 iPad Pro that came out. Now, I am in need of another new iPad. I... I don't know what it is. So I consume content on the iPad. I don't create content on it. And there are a lot of people out there who like to prove that they can create content on an iPad. And I applaud them. I do applaud. Yes, you're awesome. Um, for what I do, um, my industry is not, there's just no software available on an iPad uh, to create the content. And it makes sense. It involves a lot of, of links to images, things like that, that local storage that you just wouldn't, it's not easy to do on an iPad because that's not like the people who are, who are out there creating this great content on it. That's not how they, <laughs> those things aren't important. Right? Like, so, so I get it. Um, that's not how the software is designed. So I can't use it for that, but I consume the heck out of content. Uh, 
I am a lay in bed and read person. Now, I don't lay in bed and read books anymore because I would fall asleep and then, like, you know, forget where you were and blah, all that. Um, and also, it was wearing my eyes out a little bit. So, I don't... Um, I don't lay in bed and wear, write or read books, wear, read, or write books for that matter. But um, I do read. There's some message boards. I don't watch YouTube videos in bed much anymore. Um, there's, you know, I'll go like on a research tangent, you know, or I've convinced myself that I have, you know, um, basal cell um, skin cancer and I need to look all that up. So I consume that sort of content. But um, I also like read all this stuff. And, um, you know, it doesn't use a ton of the battery, but. It's just the, these websites have, and all this has gotten so JavaScript heavy that my older iPad that I have is just, it glitches, it, it freezes, and then the web browser will crash or whatever. I mean, it's old. And I got the new one, and then I turned, I sent it back because I decided I wanted one with cellular. Um, anyway, I think it's time. And so I'm just going to have to, well, I, you know, now I got to pay for this fancy uh, USB audio preamp, but, um, anyway, so I thought though, to release an iPad with the M1 chip, 16 gigs of Ram, two terabytes of storage. Now, again, I'm not buying a two terabyte of storage option on an iPad personally, but there are people out there who are like, Oh my gosh, this is probably, this is solving all of the world's issues. Um, but, um, uh, la, 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 la. and with the uh, the display, sorry, the I, I had a brain fart there for a minute. The new display, uh, yeah. So I can only imagine how incredible it looks. Now, am I going to buy a twelve hundred dollar iPad Pro? Probably not. And truthfully, the twelve point nine inch or twelve inch, whatever it is, is probably bigger than I would want since I consume content in bed on it. And I know that's like okay, you have a first world problem. Uh, you just, you don't mind spending a thousand dollars, but you don't, it's too big to read them back. Yeah, 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 right. I get it. So I, I think I'll be okay with the smaller version, but the fact that it has Thunderbolt, you could connect it to a display. We could totally, totally record. Uh, I could record the LC on the iPad if I wanted to. Again, I'm not gonna, because I have a perfectly good device here running Logic, um, very unhappily doing it, but running Logic. So, so yeah, I, um, I thought that was, a that was an incredible announcement. I, the Steve, oh, sorry, the Tim, um, the, the Tim commercial doing his mission impossible thing. It was a bit much, right? Like it was over the top, but it made me happy. And it, it, it was a nice little flex that I thought was, was, um, well, well-deserved, well-earned uh, because of, of everything they've done. And, you know, good for them. And uh, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm definitely going to be um, looking forward to what comes next. And I suspect the next product announcement, we're going to see the next generation of chips, um, a system on chip. And I think that's going to be the game changer. Uh, I am probably not going to run out and buy something right when it comes out just because i know for example adobe hasn't quite gotten everything fully uh recoded make it a universal sort of thing or you know the software runs natively it has to run and emulate not emulation mode anymore but it's it it's transcoded when it's installed and then it 
it it's more resource intensive and it's it's you know everyone says it's fine and it's even faster than it is on a intel machine but i still think i would rather wait um since i spend a very large amount of time but it's even things like i have a i use a logitech mx master mouse uh which i you guys, I know a lot of people are like all about the Apple mouse and keyboard and trackpad, and they're good. They're perfectly fine. Um, in fact, the keyboard's good, uh, and it, but it depends what you use it for. So that this goes back to that, where I use um, Adobe products. Well, the trackpad is glitchy in Adobe because it's shitty software. You know, let's be honest here. And, um, and so it just isn't, I used it for two years and then I tried the MX master and I was like, uh, well, I used it for like, well, ever since it came out the original one, but, uh, then I got the MX master and the Keychron K8 keyboard and which is, they're both, they're Bluetooth. They work seamlessly and they are like ergonomically 10,000 times better for me for the way I use it. And the programming of the mouse to really like with Photoshop illustrator and InDesign, it, you can program, motions, gestures, panning, whatever with the mouse to really do some like things that would require me to take my hand off the mouse or trackpad and onto the keyboard and do a bunch of stuff. So kind of solved all those issues and I am super duper happy about it. I really am. Um, so I'm not going to go that route, but anyway, I, I'm so excited to see, well, I guess my point, I'm so tired. I can't even remember my point. Y'all my point is those the software, the firmware for those things probably aren't updated just yet. So I, I'm okay waiting a little bit while longer and then I'll, I'll switch over. So, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, I guess that means I got to stop nattering because the music has started. But y'all, thank you so much for listening to me talk about absolutely nothing, testing out this microphone. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Y'all, we have an LFC coming out on Monday, but Big Fatty's very busy. I'm not sure if he's going to be on the LFC anymore because he's just disappeared so i'm interviewing guest hosts so i have a special guest host uh who will be sitting in this this weekend for the monday show and i can't wait for you guys to hear it and just tell me what you think how did you do on this interview talk to you later everyone bye